Hey there, welcome to the Phoenix Rise podcast. This is Claire Garner, I am your host, and this is where we talk about spirituality, business, and mindset, where we go from being an entrepreneur in the hustle, the grind, and the burnout culture, and we move into our successful soulpreneur era, where we go with flow, ease, and abundance. We shine our lights brightly, and we lead the way for others. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi everyone, welcome to the Phoenix Tribes podcast. I'm Claire, your host, and welcome back if you're a regular and welcome to the tribe if you're new. I'm so excited today. We have got an amazing guest with us called Jade. I'll let her introduce herself in a moment. But if you're new here, this is the place where we talk about all things business, spirituality, and mindset. You get to have the best of both worlds here. It's not one or the other. It's not the 3D or the 5D. It's not the ambition or the awakening. It's everything because that's what we're here to experience. That's what you're worthy of. And that's what you get to have for yourself. So Jade, please do introduce yourself. Hi, um, I'm Jade Stoner and I'm a spiritual life coach. And my work is all around empowering you to break the cycles that are keeping you stuck so that you can live the full life that your soul is calling you to and not just live the life that you settled for. Claire, everything that you've just said, I'm like, Oh my God. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> I know. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so for the, you guys the... listening, we, we've we only recently met on um on a group that we're both part of and we just clicked straight away. And so we've just been having a chat before we started the podcast and we're just like, okay, we need to actually record now because we could just talk forever. So we have no preparation for this episode as normal. We're just going to go intuitively, trust that the right messages are going to come out and trust that if you're listening to this, there's going to be something that we talk about that you need to hear because we have no preparation. We are fully getting our downloads as we go. And we know that if you're listening to this, it's because you're meant to be. So trust that you're in the right place. Enjoy the ride. Who knows what's going to come out? (laughs) And let's dive in. So Jade, I am really like, you just said something before we started then as to what we were going to talk about. And you said about how you love beautiful things Mm-hmm. and how I can't remember exactly how you fra- how did you phrase it do you remember um it would have been something like I love beautiful <laughs> things I love things to look nice I, I like to look nice and I also believe that you get to feel that way on the inside too so part of my experience has been having the things on the outside and just feeling empty and like there was something missing on the inside this part of me telling me there's more like yeah just there's more and go and explore that and just like what is this voice? What do you mean there's more? Like I've I've subscribed, like I've I've ticked the boxes of everything <laughs> that society tells you is supposed to make you successful. I have I have a partner, I have a child, I have a beautiful home, I have a lovely car, I have a job, like I'm good. What do you want from me? Yeah. Um, and then it, it's been this journey. And then I realized that, you know, everything, everything in life does happen for a reason. And It's often looking back when we connect the dots that we can see what that is. And I can see that all of my life experiences have been preparing me to be this spiritual life coach, sharing this message and to be able to not just share this message, but to share it from a place of power and strength and confidence rather than be like, um, yeah, I really like nice things. I I think I should feel good on the inside too, but I'm not really sure that's a thing. So it's putting it all together. That's my definition of having it all. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. We're so on the same wavelength with this. Like my whole body is just like, yes, this is so good. So I think you guys listening, you're going to have like the energy. It's going to be quite high for this episode. So just, <laughs> just bear that in I mind. Rounding after. 
yeah 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 but like I love this conversation because and so where I get really jazzed is about the whole the whole integration of spirituality and success right and I think society tells us that we can be one or the other so Mm -hmm. you can either be successful you can either be you know a a wealthy woman you can be a you know successful in whatever air quotes you want to put around that whatever your definition of success is to you a successful woman an entrepreneur a multiple you know business woman whatever that looks like to you or you can be spiritual it's like there's no crossover and I don't know if you experience this but for me so when I had my spiritual awakening I really felt judged I felt really out of place and I I felt ostracized from the spiritual community. So mm-hmm. it was like I was going into this new world with like eyes wide open, like open arms. I was like, love me, you know, like I want to love everyone. Like I want to be part of this world. And it was like, eh? and it was kind of like, check your baggage at the door, you know, like you don't come around here with that ego. And it was all of these narratives that made me feel like, well, okay, maybe, maybe I'm not actually spiritual. Maybe I can't be spiritual and have these big dreams, these big goals. Maybe, you know, I like beautiful things. I like money. I like being wealthy. I like traveling in luxury. You know, I like to experience the 3D world because I believe that's what our souls are here to experience. Yet, this community are telling me that that's not how it is. If you want to be spiritual, you've basically got to live in poverty. You've got to kind of shed this 3D world, these 3D desires, these egos, all of this stuff that they like to preach about. And that's when you can be spiritual. Did you encounter any of that when you kind of emerged into this world? I did. And do you know what? I've um, I shared on my own podcast recently and in conversation with friends it's only this year that I've called myself a spiritual life coach oh yeah I used to the the message and the vibe was always the same yeah but I was a transformational life and soul coach because that that was that was spiritual but it wasn't spiritual right Uh, yeah if you spoke to me offline I was having these very deep spiritual conversations and my thing like one of my number one values is integrity so Mm. I was very aware I've always wanted to be who you see me as and hear me as and meet me as now be that on a podcast or you read in an article or whatever whoever you see me as online is the same as I am yeah outside of that like behind closed doors because I can't it doesn't sit right with my soul when people are two different things like no so I was very aware of that and I was aware that I had to step into this spiritual piece and that's when I started to look at it and I realized all of the things that you've just said I shied away from the world because there is this very old way of thinking that says you can't like going to shopping selfridges and designer stuff and eating at beautiful restaurants and and be spiritual you know spiritual generally conjures up old images of old white people bearded um white robes um crystals around their neck like there's certain images like we all have these biases that that are they come from all different places right like witches even yeah yeah. all of that kind of stuff like you say a word 
and most people have an image that pops up and it's usually been perpetuated through generations we're the ones that are now looking at that stuff and going "Mm, really is that really (laughs) true like no I don't like that so uh, fuck the rules I'm gonna go and and it's like where did the rules come from it's just for me it's like Chinese whispers down generations I'll share a story that I read in a book which I think beautifully demonstrates this so it comes from the secrets of the millionaire mind and he tells a story of um, a woman who cooks a ham but when she cooks the ham she cuts both ends of it off so her husband says why do you do that she's like I don't know like I always watch my mum doing it like that yeah okay cool well your mum's coming around for dinner later let's ask her so they asked the mum I don't know my mum used to do the same thing let's call her and find out so they call the grandmother and they're like why 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 do we do this ham thing she's like oh because um I didn't have a pan big enough so I just chopped both ends of the pan off and it's like that's how stuff gets never asked why or yeah we never ask why we never question um I I've questioned stuff since I was a really young age that wasn't always welcomed um that's you know that's been a whole growth piece but I'm I'm at this place now where I've had to start looking at it and so there's this piece of integrity there's this piece of who am I what do I like we're not all meant to come here and experience and want and desire the same things like I get that not everybody wants to eat in high-end restaurants or drive fancy cars or go on five-star holidays or whatever I know people that their dream is to to buy a piece of land and live in the country, grow their own fruit, veg, whatever, and, and they're happy with that. And that's fine. It's not about having those things. It's about whatever that having both is for you. Yeah. And so this spiritual piece, I, I think it is shifting. And also what I was hearing when when I was reflected on what you were saying is I also feel like it's about who you're around because over the years, so I've been in the world of personal growth since 2010. At the beginning, it was very much like that. I found it very difficult to find my people. So I had these feelings inside of me of like, I want both. I want this, this spirituality, this inside piece, and I want the nice stuff, but there wasn't any people that I could find that were like that. it's taken me years but they do exist and that there's whole massive like groups and followings and whatever where they do exist they're they're like us they're saying fuck the rules let's carve out a new way for the generations that will come from us right And, and that's where it is and it's also about me and you owning that piece of us as well and moving away from the people that look at us and ostracize us or question us because actually is it really spiritual to not have money? Like, like you said, we we live in this three D world. Money is the 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 exchange, the currency. Exactly, it's the currency. Right? You can't go to the bank and say, "Oh, I'd like to pay my bills." How are you paying today? Oh, with love and light. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Work. And I think there's this whole there's this whole thing as well. I think people can get really, you know, money is a loaded word, right? It's like politics it's like religion you know race or loaded loaded words for people when everyone's going to have their own shit behind what it means to them but essentially money is energy right that's all it is it's energy that is reciprocated for the transfer of goods or services right but ultimately you will only be able to allow into your world how much you value yourself 
because uh-huh. if you don't value yourself and you're there saying, I wish I had more money, but secretly believing money's the root of all evil, you know, rich people are assholes, you know, the world's divided by money and you have all of these weighted beliefs around money, you're never going to attract it into your life because your conscious is saying, yeah, I want money, but your subconscious, which runs 95% of your show, is saying, nah, I don't, I don't want to be one of those people. You know, I don't want to be one of those people that you sit here and judge or that you kind of, you know, snigger about with your friends, or, you know, that kind of stuff. And I think people just, they get things really twisted with money. And I think you need to just take, like, take the load off. Like it's just energy. That's all it is. It doesn't need to be this whole kind of crippling, debilitating, like thing that just encompasses everything we do. And it makes us make decisions that we wouldn't normally make or do things we wouldn't normally do. And, you know, it's just about realizing that money is just exchange. You know, it's not, it is or it isn't what you believe it to be, basically, is what I'm trying to say. You know, whatever you believe, that's what it is. <laughs> I believe that that is what it is in its purest form. It is energy. However, we live in this 3D human world and we have a lot of stuff around it. But what I've learned in my journey of money is that the presenting problem, the lack of money, the issues with money is never the problem. When you dig down, like you said, it's about how you value yourself. That is a piece of it. There are the beliefs. I believe that money has and is used as a way to control people. I've experienced that myself. So that adds a load on it. We've then got how society treats it and how it's portrayed in the media. Like, typically you watch a movie or you watch a cartoon like the Simpsons and you look at the wealthy people, they are generally mean assholes. They're they're actually evil. But is it the money that makes them evil? No, because money is neutral. It's like a knife. A knife is a knife. You can use a knife to create a beautiful meal or carve something beautiful, like a sculpture, or you can use it to murder someone. Yeah. Does that make the knife evil? No, but there's so much, there's so many layers around money that have gone down the generations. Again, so much stuff has been twisted up. But I think about my lineage and my grandmother, I never met her, but she was born in 1911 in Ireland. She grew up in, raised by nuns, there's a whole story there. So actually she was like one of like 21 children and there were two sets of children, two different mums. There was 10 and 11 or something like that. The father died and all of the wealth. So there was a lot of wealth within the family went to the eldest children and the rest of them got put in a home and brought up in poverty. Then she lived through the great depression and two world wars. Like this woman was steeped in like low vibrations around money that then got passed on to my mum and then down to me consciously unconsciously explicit inexplicit whatever that's just one side on the other side we have my dad's side my dad is from Jamaica and Jamaica historically typically you know completely generalized is a poor country 
And my dad came from a very poor part of that. And so then you think about the generations back through that. And then at the moment, I'm getting my trauma certification and deepening my understanding of things even more. And all of this stuff is within us. It's coded in us. It's passed down through epigenetics. Like some of our money crap is not ours. It is from our great, 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 great grandparents that you never met, couldn't even name them. Yeah. <laughs> you literally know nothing about them, but you're carrying their shit. And I've always known this, but recently I've dug into a book called The Emotion Code, which is a fabulous book. And he, he, the author, Dr. Bradley Nelson, has basically confirmed all of this to me. And there's there's exercises that you can go through and you, you can confirm this, like your subconscious holds everything. Like it holds it all down through the generations. And it's very fascinating. It's also kind of scary because you're like, shit, like what, like what, what else is going on? So you've got all of these layers. You've got this stuff that you're born with. And then you've got what you hear, what you experience. Then you've got your own stuff. And it just gets squashed and squashed and squashed and squashed. So it gets labeled as a money issue. But when you keep scratching beneath the layers, You can see that it's so much more. If I had to say that it's very like the very core essence of it, it is down to our power and our level of self-value and self-worth and self-respect. And also, like I was hearing what you were saying um, about like just, just letting all the stuff go, like it's just energy. And again, I, I shared it earlier, like that's a very like high level concept. Like I've been through the ring yeah. with money and I know that hearing those things sometimes didn't fully serve me because then you hear things like, well, why isn't it working for me? And I have, as part of my life experiences, there have been abusive patterns. And when you've experienced abuse, when you've experienced mental and emotional abuse and you've been programmed in certain ways and then you hear this stuff and you're not getting it it can add to well what's wrong with me I'm broken so I'm very mindful of hearing these things and this also connects to my human design so we were talking before we hit record about human design I'm a three five generator and that three piece is about us going through us I mean me and you Claire because I know that you're a friend <laughs> as well like going through the the shit and the crap to experience things to be able to share from the level that I am so when I first started in personal development personal growth they were very like high level concepts like you just think it and you manifest it and you know like money is just energy <laughs> and it's like so basically you wave a magic wand and you say what you want and poof it all appears um there wasn't and I struggled a lot because nobody ever told you like the more intricate steps, the fact that one day you're going to be feeling like, yes, like I can do this. I'm going to create my best life. And other days you're like, what the fuck is this? Like, I can't do this. Like, this is horrible. And all of your, your subconscious programming, all of your limiting beliefs, all of your trauma, all of your baggage all comes up to surface and you have to deal with all of this stuff. And life still goes on, you know, you still got to keep a roof over your head and pay the bills and 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 keep yourself fed and keep the children alive. Like there's all of this stuff. So, yes, it is this. Money is just energy and 
I understand the the depths and I and I have been in experiences where it is crippling Mm. what I'm learning now and I feel like where I'm at right now is learning to detach from the money stop allowing and, and you said this yourself like allowing this money to control us I believe that part of my journey and my own struggles with money have been for me to get to this point to understand that to be able to share this message and the more that I deepen into it and explore it you know I can share more but at the moment I know that it's not about the money it's about knowing that you're worthy and that you're good enough whether you have minus whatever in your bank account or you have zero in your bank exactly it doesn't dictate your worth it doesn't dictate your worth but so many people and this is how we've been set up in society is to believe otherwise you know and I've read in a couple of books and it's really interesting. Like when you're, if you were in hospital and you were sick, how people like will bring you flowers and check on you and make sure you're okay and whatever. But when it comes to money stuff, people see that very differently. They see that as a problem. It's like there's something wrong with you. And that's where the worth and and the value and all of the things come into play. And the, the, the baseline that goes through all of my work is about coming home to yourself and your power. So it's stop giving your power away to this thing called money and know that you are powerful regardless of how much that you have. Be okay with having it. Be okay with not having it. Yeah, yeah. And because when you get to that point, you actually attract more of it anyway. That's the beauty of it. Because, you know, I like to look at money as like um, a friend, right? It's like a a friend that you want to play with. And when you get to have fun, when you get to experience things together, when you get to just like co-create and it's it's easy and it's breezy and you get to be in that joy, there's no pressure, there's no stress, there's no like, like there's this great analogy um, that one of my coaches used to use. And it's, so if you're in the playground and there's this boy, like run, boy, girl, whatever, running towards you, like full lock and barrel, right? And you're kind of stood there. What are you going to do? You're going to run away because they're just going to like bash into you and knock you the hell over. And it's like, that's what we're doing with money. We're running at it. We're chasing it. And it's going to run away because it, you know, no one likes to be chased. It's like in a relationship, you know, when you're young and you get like needy and you're like, you know, I want it, I want you, I want you, I want you, don't leave me, don't leave me. And we get insecure and we get protective and we get restrictive and we get like scared of what happens if it goes. And what happens when we do that in a relationship? It repels, it pushes them away because no one you know, needy energy is not abundant energy. Mm. And I want to reiterate what you said about, I know I do talk quite high level sometimes, and it's not because I'm kind of, um, what's the word, like glossing over the intricacies, but it's because I've been there as well, right? So for people listening, if, if you've been with me a while, you know my story, like I was married to a compulsive gambler for 15 years. So let alone the abuse that I endured, like my money story was, you know, horrendous is not even cover it. I mean, let alone the fact that I came from scarcity mindset before that, from my family upbringing, like I then got 15 years of having to hide my purse, having to lie about how much I had in the bank, 
getting beaten up if I didn't give over my bank card. Like all of these things that caused me trauma around money. And mm. so when I say, you know, lose the weight and money's just energy, the point I'm making is, is that when you can go through the healing and you can repair your relationship with money and you can realize like, exactly like you said, Jade, that you are worthy regardless of what you see in your bank, right? So for anyone listening now, if you don't want to look at your bank and uh, me and probably you as well, Jade, we've been there, you know, we have been there. Believe me, we've been there. That is, that is a block that you have with money at the moment. That is something that you need to heal to be able to heal that relationship. And I don't know how we've, we're basically just talking about money in this, in this podcast, <laughs> but, but I trust out. that it needs to come out. Yeah, exactly. But you need to be able to open that because you know that regardless of what you see, it doesn't dictate your worth. It doesn't impact your worth. It doesn't make you any better or any less than the amazing human being that you are and this is so important because when you can get to that point that is when you will start to transform it that really is when you can lose the the weight around it when you can lose your emotional attachment to it and I I know I can hear you all saying that I need money to live (laughs) I get it I do get it but you need to be able to detach yourself. And, you know, my the, the best way I can describe this is I've lost everything. You know, I've been at a point where I've had fuck all in my bank. I've been in a women's shelter with a young baby at the time. You know, I've had nothing. I've had no job. I've had no family to support me. I've been at rock bottom. And you listening, you don't have to get to rock bottom, but if you can realize that even when you do get to rock bottom, you're okay. You've got food, you've got water, you've got shelter. And the most important thing that you've got is your brain. You've got your mind, the thoughts that you have, the beliefs that you have, the dreams that you have will dictate your future. If you focus up here, rewiring those beliefs, changing your thoughts and working on your mindset so that you realize that your dreams are yours for a reason because you're meant to follow them. And exactly to the beginning of our conversation, Jade, not everyone's dreams are the same. You know, everyone has different dreams. My dream is to be on stages across the world, talking to women, empowering them everywhere to step into their light, to stop hiding in the shadows and to play fucking big because that's what we're here to do. Because I work with visionaries, right? I work with visionary entrepreneurs. But like you say, someone's dream might be just to build their dream home on a bit of land hidden away from civilization. There's no right or wrong and it doesn't need to make sense to anyone else. It's yours because you're the one that's meant to follow it. And kind of 360-ing our conversation here back to the very beginning, integrating spirituality, money, wealth, success, ambition, realizing that all of those are elements of you. 
Uh They're all elements of you. We're all made from the same energy, right? Where I believe we're all come from the same universal life force energy from the one star, right? We're all just atoms and subatomic particles. Prove me otherwise. But (laughs) so, you know, it's, it's just realizing that you are the universe in human form. You are worthy of everything you desire, but you have to get out of your own way. You have to realize that the people you look up to are no different to you. They've just taken different actions. They've just changed their beliefs and they've, they've just done it scared. Yeah. They've not waited for the fear to go. They've just done it anyway. (laughs) Yeah. There's, there's so much there. Um, One of the things I want to pick up on is when you said um, you were saying like, when you didn't have much and being, you know, looking at the things that you did have, that's the gratitude piece, isn't it? Like being grateful, that will, that will help to shift how you're feeling, whatever level, wherever you're at, it, it will always elevate you. That's really super important. Um, Also, as I was hearing you about the, the thought piece, that's super important because a lot of people wait for, certain conditions to change they say well when I have this then I can that and they're actually working backwards because in order to have something you have to be it first you have to be it inside of yourself and that's how you work your way through you be the person you be the energy and then from that energy you take the actions you do the things and that's when you have it's not you have the things and then you can do the things and then I'll be that person. No, that's backwards. And, you know, again, that's societal programming. And that's that's what people like you and I are here to shift. And I think of um, Victor Frankl. I haven't read his book, um, but I have read his story in another book. And I often think about like that. So this man was in a concentration camp with all kinds of crazy shit going on around him. And he could have chose very much to be stuck in those circumstances and be like, I'm never getting out of here. I'm going to die in here. I'm going to enter whatever negative thought, belief or thing. But he knew in that situation, the only thing that he had control over, and it's the same for you, I and anyone listen to this, regardless of what's going on outside of you, you always have that power and that control over yourself, your internal world, how you think and how you feel. And yeah, it's fucking hard. Like when your back's up against the wall, when things aren't going well, when somebody's sick, when whatever, it's very difficult to still hold the faith and have that same belief that these these things that you know to be true are true. Like everything has happening for a reason. Everything's happening for me and not to me. It's like- God, you're in my mind. You're just saying the things I'm like- <laughs> It's easy to believe those things when everything is going quote unquote right. But the work, the work is you holding that same vibration, those same thoughts, that same energy when things are quote unquote wrong. That's the work. That's where your spiritual grit comes into play. Like, it's easy to do these things when everything's going right. I know I've just said this. I'm saying it again because it's so important. <laughs> I need to hear it again. <laughs> when, the, when the shit hits the fan, that's when it counts. That's when you have to hold on. And that right there, 
is often the difference that I've seen in my experience that makes the difference between you having the things you want and you not having them. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, and this loops, we won't go much longer, but this really loops to your beginning piece about integrity, right? And this is what I love about, about the whole being in order for it to come. So like you have to become, you have to be in order for it to come, right? And that doesn't just mean when you're showing up on socials, when you're presenting on a stage when you're doing your podcast it means in your home life it means behind closed doors it means when you're driving down the highway and you get road rage you know it's all of these moments the universe is always around you right you can't like you can't fake it till you make it in this case like you kind of can because you're you are kind of faking that you are this person, like I get that element and I actually really like that, but it's not like you're faking the energy. Like you have to truly, truly believe that this is who you are. And mm. every action that you take has to be in alignment with that. You have to be integral with that because otherwise your energy doesn't match. And yeah. it's like you say, it's not going to happen. So when we talk about becoming, like it's serious shit this is not just like <laughs> this is like you you really have to become in order for it to come whatever that is like think about I like to say think about your end goals right so not your means goals think about your end goals like why are you here what is your soul's purpose on this planet what is the impact that you are here to make and then work backwards not backwards but work down what does that person look like what do they do how do they show up what do they eat for breakfast what's their routine like who are their friends where are they hanging out what time do they go to bed it's literally like the the um what's the word the minute detail Mm -hmm. of every aspect of their identity and when you take those baby steps every day and you merge and you merge and you merge the timelines until you are that person. You are that person. And this is where manifestation comes in, right? Because when you are that person, there's no possible way in the law of science that your surroundings will not change. It's just absolutely impossible because the law of science, the law of reciprocity means that when you are vibrating at this frequency, your outside world will start to match it. Might not happen overnight, but it will start to match it. So I know this has been like a really cool um, conversation. We've kind of got around loads of different topics here, but I really hope that for everyone listening, like really understand what we're saying in that you can have everything you want and it might not feel like it now. It really might not feel like it now, but if you focus on your north star you focus on what you're here to do in the world because your soul came here for a reason okay whatever that reason is to you focus on that and take incremental steps to start becoming that to start embodying that and to start living that and that's when it will become your reality amen finish me off that like go go with something (laughs) i just wanted to uh, all of that and i was not going to add to that i was going to say before that we're human right it's easy on some days to to do the things that that next level version of you will do 
here's the truth. You're going to fall down. You're going to be tired. You're going to feel like this isn't working and you've had enough. It's not about remaining consistent in that respect. It's about keep coming back to the truth of, like Claire shared, you're here for a reason. Your dreams are your dreams are in you for a reason and they're available for you. Keep coming back to that truth. It's this, this work isn't something that you do once or twice or three times. And then, you know, everything's how you want it to be. This is stuff that you come back to again and again and again. And every time you come back to it, you strengthen your conviction within yourself. You grow within yourself. You become stronger with it. And I love how you beautifully put it. It's the incremental steps. Like that's how you build step by step, bit by bit, day by day, choice by choice, moment by moment. Keep coming back to this truth. You're not going to be in it 24 seven. Yeah. We all have Netflix binge days, right? <laughs> it's okay. I think they're needed as well. And and this is the both as well, right? Because a lot of people think, well, because I'm, you know, I'm on this path and I've got these goals and I'm doing this thing. I can't watch TV. Been yeah. there, I'm here. Yeah, 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 100%. I think we all fall in that. <laughs> we all fall in that. I, I wrote an email um, earlier this week and I said, you know, I spent all day Saturday working on myself and I watched some of the Kardashians. You know me, I'm not about that either or life. It's about both. Like yes. you get to live your life and be an epic person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, is I just want to clarify on that as is, it's like it's so I'm just gonna use Netflix because I feel like everyone watches Netflix so it's okay to do that to like detach right and to just you know your mind shut off and you can just you can just kind of be it's noticing the difference of when you're doing that to escape and you're doing that to not show up and you're doing that as a um an excuse not to do the work yeah so it's just being really intentional and aware with the choices that you're making. Like I can intentionally, not tonight, so I've got a podcast, but I can intentionally choose that I'm going to watch a series of Love is Blind on Netflix tonight because I like it. It's a light and airy and makes me feel like I might find love one day. But <laughs> You will but, find love one day. Yeah, but I love myself. It's fine. But it's just like, I'm intentional with that, right? I know that I'm going to do that for an hour and a half and tomorrow I'm going to be refreshed. I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm ready to take on the world. I'm doing what I'm doing and I just love my life. But if I was doing that every day subconsciously and just sleepwalking through it and not even being aware that I'm doing it, that's when you just need to pull yourself up. So it's just about not sleepwalking through life, right? Which is what most people do. You need to just be intentional, with your decisions with your choices and whatever those choices are if you're aware of what you're doing and why you're doing them then that's fine you don't need to justify them to anyone but if you don't even know why you're doing it then you need to do some digging (laughs) and actually I've just thought to myself I wonder if there's like a percentage there that we could apply and I'd say like 70 80 percent of your time like work on you like so work on you as in not watching Netflix and 20 to 30 percent of the time watch Netflix and I I I watch TV sometimes quite intentionally so the reason I'm watching the Kardashians at the moment is not because I've followed them for years and years and years I like that inside window into wealth I like seeing the houses how money 
they don't talk about money because it's not an yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like get into that place. And I watch a lot of anything that's got millionaire or billionaire in the title of the program. Watching it. <laughs> because it gives you an insight into that world and you'll see that it's good for your brain. I'm a visual, I'm a visual person. Yeah, and it opens you up, it expands you. Um, but also I'm also watching Once Upon a Time at the moment, which is a great program. I absolutely I love, it. love that. <laughs> Oh, good. And it's just a feel good switch off. That's my relaxing time. And like you say, I'm watching it. I'm there and I'm present with it. I used yeah. to watch it and be like in the back of my head, it's like, you should be doing something else. You should be here. You should be here. And it's yeah. like learning to shut that down and just be present in the moment. Enjoy the thing because this is the journey, right? A lot of people yeah. just want to get to the destination, but the journey is just as important yeah. if not Who more you become on the journey right that's the you whole become. Point. <laughs> and I think just to round that off we, we've hit the hour mark but I think this is beautiful way just to round this conversation off and I people who listen to me know that I'd say this a lot but it's not about work-life balance right because if you're striving for work-life balance it implies that you're sacrificing in one area or the other okay you don't want work-life balance. You want harmony. You want to create a life that you don't need to escape from. And if your work is not in harmony with your soul's purpose, then you need to seriously relook at that and reevaluate it. Because for me, I just get to live, right? Like we're doing a podcast now. I feel like I'm chatting to an old school friend. Like we get on so well, technically you call this work. But for me, this is just fun. It's just part of living my life. And so anyone that says, oh, you need work-life balance, I say, fuck that. Harmony. Harmony is what you want because that's when you feel in alignment. That's when you feel fulfilled. That's when you look around and it doesn't matter what you see in your bank, doesn't matter what your outside world looks like because inside it's bliss, right? It's just bliss and that's yeah exactly that fulfills the soul and from there then you can really fulfill your soul's purpose and really strive to do what you're here to do oh my god this was such an epic conversation (laughs) yeah I love that Um, I love that harmony that's so beautiful I, I really I really like that because I hear work-life balance so much. It really, I'm like, no, you don't want work-life yeah, balance. It's always irked, well, not always. It has irked me because I know that it doesn't fully resonate with me, but I haven't known the resonance until now. I do. <laughs> Beautiful. And just what you shared is what I say, create a life that feels better than it looks. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. Oh my God. Who cares what anyone else thinks, right? You need to just feel fulfilled. Oh, Jade, we could go on forever. Um, where can people find you? Uh, so I have a website. My website is www.iamjadestoner and on social media also at iamjadestoner. Perfect. Are you, what, what platform's best? Instagram or? Instagram is the place where I try and spend most of my time um, <laughs> spends a lot of time on Facebook purely because of the Facebook groups that I'm a part of which is how we met of course so it, it is useful and um, but yeah Instagram and Facebook amazing we'll put all that in the show notes below as well and uh I'm sure there'll be a part two coming at some point this was just so cool <laughs> thank you so much for joining us Jade 
Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for facilitating this space. Um, it's been absolutely amazing. Oh, you're most welcome. And I hope everyone listening, you got what you needed to get out of that. Maybe it's things you've heard before, but now they're just landing a little bit differently. You're just hearing it for the first time, even though it's actually the hundredth, but something's just landed. And just trust that you've heard that for a reason. So we had none of this planned. So whatever's come out has come out because you needed to hear it. Okay, much love until next time. See you all soon.